Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, February 25th, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us on this morning. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Again, thank you all so much for joining us. We ask that you post your notes, uh, share your notes with us that you get from the call on social media uh, using the hashtag Dream Collide as well as build it for your last name. We are so excited about what God is doing in this season, and we want to make sure that the world knows exactly how positive thinking, positive being uh, can assist them with enhancing their life. And so if you share that, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, ladies, mark your calendar, set your alarms. March 5th, 2016, Dallas, Texas, we're coming your way. Myself, Dr. Estralita Bruce, Minister Keisha Wilson, uh, our friend and my sister, Miss Kiana Woods, we're heading to Dallas, Texas for the Straight Talk, Woman Talk, Impart Session. We're going to have a small group of women there, about 50 women there that we're going to pour into, that we're going to serve, that we're going to teach, we're going to stretch, we're going to grow. Uh, we're going to have a great time as well, ladies. For those of you who attended the Straight Talk Woman Talk Intensive on January 16th, you know how powerful it is. If you missed the intensive, head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com immediately so you can see the recap video. So exciting. We had such a great time. Women were delivered, chains were broken, connections were, were made, business deals were concluded. It was so many things that took place at that event. And so we're told first on the road, first stop is Dallas, Texas on March the 5th. So meet us there, okay? And then also every Monday at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, we have our weekly Straight Talk Women Talk connection. We get together, we teach, we learn, we stretch, we grow. So join us there as well. Same telephone number as this but the pin 845-845-165. So go ahead and put both of those in your calendar. All right, folks, my husband is here, ready to rock and roll. Grab your pen and paper for your notes. Pull up your social media pages so you can post your notes there as well. If you're driving, put in your headpiece. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. I'm coming out of this. Oh. I'm coming out of this. You bring about what you think about. You bring about what you think about. I'm coming out of this. It won't always be this way. Things won't happen like this. See, things, things may happen to you. Things may happen around you. But the only things that really count in life are those things that happen in you. I'm coming out of this. I want to talk to six, seven hundred of you this morning that are going through your own Damascus roads. You're going through these deep, dark places that you don't even tell people about. 
because they don't understand what you're going through. I've got to share something with you. People don't understand your breakthrough until they discover your go-through or your been-through. I'm coming out of this. See, it's a decision. It's a decision. You don't have to stay broke your whole life. Would you declare this out loud? Would you post this on social media? I will never be broke again. Would you write that somewhere? Somebody needs to see that this morning, including yourself. Go post that real quickly. I'll never be broke again. Jared, why don't I ever want to be broke again? Because there's too much for you to fix in life to be broke. There's too much for you to accomplish in life than to be broke. There's too much, there are too many other people for you to be a blessing to than to be broken. I'm coming. Out of this. I can tell you one of the biggest tricks of the enemies is to get you to believe that this is how it's going to end. He wants you to believe that it's over for you. I mean, game over, go ahead and stick a fork in you, it's done. But I'm telling you, it doesn't have to end this way. It does, you don't have to end in a divorce. It doesn't have to end in you laying down with cancer. It doesn't have to end with the business going in bankruptcy. It doesn't have to end this way. It doesn't have to end with your body aching and ailments and pain. It doesn't have to end with you not being able to resurrect your business or resurrect your life. It doesn't have to end with fake, phony, plastic friends. It doesn't have to end with the hurt. And you've got to be careful not to become like the people that once hurt you. I'm coming out of this. People are either with you for a season, some for a reason, and only a few for a lifetime. People are with you for a season, some for a reason, and only a few for a lifetime. I have come to discover in my own life that people are either a blessing or a lesson. They're either a blessing or a lesson. And you've got to discover and come to a place of awareness to let go what no longer serves you. You've got to be willing to let go to release what no longer serves you because you becoming an ambassador of the kingdom, you becoming a leader. See, what we'll do is we'll become somebody that other people can see an example of because your life the way you live your life, the way you overcome difficulties, the way you overcome challenges will either be a warning or an example for people to follow. I'm coming out of this. I'll I, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my life ain't been no crystal stair. It hasn't always been easy. It, it, it may seem easy. It may seem, it may seem easy. It may seem as though things are going well. It may seem as always Things are happening in a positive way, but I got to tell you, you know, there's no, there's no testimony without a test. There's no message without a mess. There's no gain without the pain. There's no, there's no ministry without the mistake. I'm telling you, it, all, it doesn't always feel good. I understand that. And when it doesn't feel good, you don't want anybody just coming around with positive quotes and you don't need any, any just exhortation all the time. Sometimes you just want to tell people, leave me alone. I don't, don't throw another scripture at me. I don't need to hear another sermon. Just leave me alone. It's, I mean, the devil understands that if he can isolate you, he can terminate you. Isolation leads to termination. If he can get you in a dark place all by yourself, where he can begin to, to get you to meditate on him and meditate on what's not going right. You know, that word meditate means to murmur. You begin to murmur and say, oh, I'm not going to make it out. You begin to meditate and you, you start looking at things as though they, you start looking at things the way they are. You start to meditate and you start to murmur. You start to speak into existence 
what's not going right, and you start to affirm it. Oh, people aren't getting partnered with me. People won't, don't, nobody wants me, and nobody wants to be around me. You start to mess. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to pay the bill. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to come up with the money. He doesn't love me. She, she doesn't love me. You start to look at all the wrong things, and, and now you're building a case for how the enemy can terminate you, and I'm, I'm telling you today. I'm, I'm coming out of this. See, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can speak those things that be not as though they were, and you keep speaking until things happen. I keep speaking. See, you've got to learn how to declare boldly what's about to happen. It's called vision casting. Yeah, your vision is what you see. I'm vision casting. Every single day. I'm vision casting for me. I'm vision casting for leaders connected to me. I'm, I'm vision casting every single day. I'm not talking about what's happening now. It was the, great, the greatest leader that showed up years ago. Let me jump right into scripture real quickly. He showed up more than 2,000 years ago, and he had recruited 12 people. See, nothing happens until you recruit a team, a team of leaders. He recruits 12 people, and James and John come to him. They send their mother. They send their mother to Jesus. Because they want to now jockey for position. You know how people are. you got to be careful. And I want you to write this down. A protege wants what's in the mentor's heart. A parasite wants what's in the mentor's hand. Would you write that down as Dr. Mike Murdoch? A protege wants what's in the mentor's heart. But a parasite wants what's in the mentor's hand. James and John now are part of they're part of the team of leaders for Jesus. They're, they're a part of this team of people that are helping him communicate this message about the kingdom of heaven. They're part of this team of people that's going door to door, doing meetings and, and doing sit downs. They're part of the team of people that are going around touching lives. And, and they're part of this team of people that are getting on with the vision. And they send their mom in, in to talk to Jesus because now they, they say, you know what, I, uh, we, we want to be in the inner circle. We, we want what you have. We want what's in the mentor's hand. So they go to their mom. They send their mom. See, they didn't have enough courage to go to themselves. They send their mama. <laughs> mom goes there, makes a case for, makes a case for, their son, for her sons. And uh, Jesus tells them, uh, well, I can't give you this. I can't, give you this. I, I can't do this for you. This, this is not on me to give this to you. He says, but in my father's house. There are many mansions. See, he wasn't saying mansions as in houses because spirits don't need a house. Come on out of that Baptist thinking. Spirits don't need a house. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Mansions means positions of leadership. So what he was communicating to these leaders is in spite of what it looks like and feels like right now, in spite of what's going on, in spite of what you see me doing, You've got your own position of leadership, your own mantle that you can carry. No, can I say something to you? Nobody can outbeat you being you. Nobody can compete with you when you be you. Can I say something else to you? You can't compete where you don't compare. So nobody can compete with the authentic truth that you are. Do you know out of the 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, None of us have the same footprint. None of us have the same fingerprint. You are peculiar. You are so uniquely different. You are incredible. You are phenomenal. There's something so special. 
special about you, that we're just waiting for you to recognize, realize, and respect the gift that's on you because we need you. We need to see you. We need to feel you. There's something that you are sent here to do, and I'm suggesting to you. I'm standing in the gap for you, saying, it won't end like this. You, you won't end in bankruptcy. Uh, you, you won't end being broke. You, it won't end with you being broken. It won't end with you being castigated. It won't end with you crying on the sleepless floors of night. It won't end with you looking up saying, why me? It won't, it won't end with you not being able to pay the bill. It, it won't end like this. I'm, I'm coming out of this. It, it won't end like this. Something is about to break loose for you. Something's about to happen for you. Something miraculous is about to happen. When you let go of what's in your hand, God's going to let go of what's in his hand. Uh, Nothing happens on earth. Nothing happens in heaven until something first happens on earth. And I'm saying to you, in spite of what the circumstance looks like, it doesn't matter what the squeeze is on your life. It doesn't matter what's taking place. See, if God didn't believe you can handle it, it wouldn't be in your hands. If you didn't know you can handle what you're going through, it wouldn't be in your hands. But, oh, when you come out of it, when you make it to the other side, that's Adele, hello from the other side. When you, when you make it to the other side, mm, so many people are going to be able to point to you as the example. Your story is going to be a blessing to so many people because you didn't quit. One author said you've got three options. You can give up, you can give out, or you can give it all you've got. I'm coming out of this. You're coming out. Trouble don't last always. <laughs> you coming out, ladies and gentlemen. You, you, you just have to keep moving forward. The only way to come out is to move forward. You've got to push through. That's what happens when you give birth. That's what happens when, when you're giving birth to something purposeful. It's painful. You, you're going to have to go through some labor pains in order to push that baby out, in order for, for those shoulders to come out. You're going to have to push hard. You're going to have to scream. You're going to have to yell. But if you keep pushing, eventually the purpose project is going to come out, the vision is going to come out, the dream, the goal, the, the business idea, everything that you've been pregnant with for so long is going to come out. So this issue, this challenge, this situation and circumstance that you are being faced with right now, understand that it's temporary, that it's, it's part of the process. Process is inevitable. You can't, you can't escape it. In order to get to... To, to come out of what you're going through, in order to get to the harvest, you've you got to go through that cultivation process. You see, when a seed is planted, the conditions upon which a seed is planted are extremely important. The, the ground has to be warm and damp. It has to be placed in dirt, So, which would suggest all the dirt that you've done in your life that you are ashamed of and afraid to tell other people about, it wasn't for, it wasn't for nothing. God is still able to use that. You need that dirt to bury new seed into to plant a harvest of a new life. So it has to be placed in dirt that is warm and damp. But you know how it is when something gets warm and damp and dirty. It smells musty. It stinks. And it's just not a good look. 
But that's the type of environment that the seed needs to be planted in. Maybe you're not a good look right now. Maybe you feel dirty right now. Maybe you feel uh, defeated. You feel uh, foggy right now. That's okay. You are right for planting. You, you are a ripe environment so for, for someone to sow a seed into. And so once that seed gets sown into that type of environment, it has to go through the germination phase. So in order for that seed to grow, it must die to who it is first. The seed that you plant must die to what it is at that moment so that after time goes by of cultivating and nourishing and watering and checking on it, it can eventually give birth to who it is to become. The scripture tells us in Mark 4:28, all by itself soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, after that the kernel of the head. So what does that mean? It means process. First, then, after that, first the blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. Finally, you will ripen. Finally, you will coming out of this. I don't know which one of those stages you're in. I don't know if you're in the blade season where you're finally getting ready to push through. I don't know if you, if you are in the forming season, like in the scripture where it says the heads of the wheat are beginning to form. Or, or maybe you're in that after that season where finally the grain ripens. Regardless of where you are, understand that it's a process to get to where you will become to and who you will become. But at the end of the day, because it is law, because it is principle, because it is not subject to emotion or condition, it must happen. The process must happen. You will not stay where you are forever. There will be a then and an after that to your life. It is inevitable. It must happen. You see, principles or laws are not subject to emotion or condition. It doesn't matter what you think about gravity or how you feel about gravity or if gravity gets on your nerves and she's not your friend or whatever it is. You must respect gravity because if you jump, you're going to fall. It is inevitable. That's why you see a lot of people that, that, are, that do wrong, that commit crimes, that, that, that live evil lives, that still have a, a harvest or an abundance of things, and they still have an organization that's growing because they have practiced the principles. And if you practice the principles of God, then you will be able to participate in his promises. But it is not until you practice them first. You must do. In order for you to really come out of this and stay out of it so you don't have to repeat this lesson again, you must respect the principles and understand the process that comes with it. Why? Because you are already an overcomer. The victory is already yours. That's why you're coming out of this. Romans 8 and 37, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You understand that? You were born a winner. You were born a conqueror. You are the son and daughter of the king of kings. Greatness is your birthright. Think about it. Children who, who grow up in established families, in privileged families as they call it. If you, if you were the daughter of a king on earth and, and, and you, you, you lived in a mansion and you had servants and and, and everything that you ever wanted was always provided for you. You never really had to do anything because you always had things and people 
surrounding you to make what you wanted to have happen happen. If if you if you if your father was a king on earth, a big on earth, and he 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 had all of the entire uh, country acting like him, walking like him, talking like him, following his rules, doing what he says, and you're his child. Whenever someone saw you, they would treat you differently. They they would speak to you differently. They would ask you for your autograph. They would want to take pictures with you because you're wow, you're the son and the daughter of the king. People will travel from far and, and wide to come and see your house, to, to connect with you, to just get a glimpse of you, paparazzi following you everywhere. Why? Because it's something like a big deal. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You are the son and daughter of the king. Greatness is your birthright. The way that you would walk, talk, and act, on earth, if you if your father was a king in the natural, it's the same way you need to do it anyway, because your father is the king of all the kings. Everything that you want, everything that you desire, everything you ever dreamed of, wished for, hoped for, and prayed for, it's stored up for you in the kingdom of heaven. We are we are earth. Earth is a colony of the kingdom of heaven. We are sent here to bring the culture of the kingdom to earth, on earth as it is in heaven. So walking around, moping, sad, emotional, angry, in your feelings, defeated, depressed, you're, you're, out, of the, you're, you're out of alignment. You're out of the will of the king, your father. That is not his intention for your life. He, you were created a conqueror from, from the jump. Before he knew you, before he formed you, he knew you. Before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you and set you apart to do a specific thing There was purpose for you to do before anybody had an opinion about what you do. There was purpose before there were opinions. So, so you're already designed to win, to be a champion, to, to conquer, to, to, to overcome. Why? Because God said so. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sit it. It's inevitable for you to win. It's inevitable for you to win. It is impossible for you to lose. If you, if you haven't won yet, that's because you're still learning. If you feel that you have not won yet, it's because you're still learning. And as long as you keep learning, as long as you keep walking, as long as you keep stepping, as long as you keep growing, you will come out of this. This is a temporary stop. You are coming out of this, ladies and gentlemen. Just keep walking and keep pushing through. Honey? Absolutely. You can't lose with the principles we use. You can't lose with the stuff I use. I'm telling you guys, you're coming out of this. It won't always be like this. Somebody is going to keep going because you decided to say yes. One more time. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.